for the Sun Devils, at least football-wise, competing this year is pretty much a memory at this point. How did we get to this point, though? We're going to talk about that on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. goodness excuse me hello all you crazy sun devil fans welcome to the locked on sun devils podcast my name is richie bradshaw and i will be your guide for everything arizona state sun devils thank you all so much for tuning in remember the podcast is free and available on all platforms including youtube if you want to check us out in a visual platform but wherever you're getting your podcast hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content stay in touch with that content by following me on twitter you can find me at RichieBrads36, and you can find the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Before we get started, today's episode of the Locked on Sun Devils is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the quality, excuse me, qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash college. That's LinkedIn.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions will apply. Quick housekeeping for you guys. I am just getting the crap kicked out of me in the weather department. I have been trying to record all week very unsuccessfully. And at this point, it's just kind of uh, we, we got to push through it. Uh, I appreciate you guys being patient and sticking around. But we're going to we're going to get the content back out to you guys more consistently. We're going to get back to five days a week. And uh, with the holiday season, I don't want to short you guys. So we're going to be having some extra content as well, especially with football season nearly being at an end. There's only two games left, and that's what we're going to spend today's podcast talking about is the football season. You know, how did we get to this point? This wasn't supposed to be a playoff season for the Sun Devils. This wasn't supposed to be a Pac-12 contending season for the Sun Devils. But we were still expecting to be competitive. We were still expecting to be that six and six team, maybe a little bit better and make a bowl game and just do our usual business. You know, we're not Alabama. We never have been. We never will be. But we were still expecting to have that six to seven win season. But things got derailed very, very quickly before the season even started. Things really started getting derailed. The transfer portal just absolutely destroyed Arizona State. You lost 16 players to the transfer portal, which included the likes of guys like Jaden Daniels, who has put together a very, very good season down in LSU, which is a whole other conversation that we have to have at some point, unfortunately. Uh, You've lost some receiving talent as well. Ricky Pearsall was really solid at Florida. Johnny Wilson became a household name at Florida State. Chip Trianum was supposed to be your starting running back. He goes to Ohio State and translates to linebacker. You lost some offensive line. Jermaine Lole was projected to be one of your best defensive linemen. He goes to Louisville. Unfortunately, did get injured, but you still wish you had him this year. You lost some guys in the secondary, like Tommy Hill to Nebraska, who was projected to be a starting corner for you. Losing all of that hurts. You lost a lot to the NFL draft as well, though. You lost basically your entire secondary. Jack Jones and Chase Lucas, both in the pros now. 
your other two starting safeties in the forms of Evan Fields and DeAndre Pierce ran out of eligibility, so you had to remake your secondary. You lost Darian Butler to the NFL. You lost Tyler Johnson to eligibility. You lost uh, Curtis Hodges, tight end, offensively. You saw Rashad White get drafted in the third round. DJ Davidson on the defensive line was also drafted to the NFL. There was a lot of losses for Arizona State that were piling up. I mean, just from what we went through, I named a couple receivers, a tight end, two running backs, a quarterback. They were offensive linemen who were gone. I think you lost five receivers in total, two transfers. And then you lost basically 80% of your defense from what was in 2021. That's a lot to overcome for anything. That's a lot to overcome for Alabama, let alone Arizona State. And you're seeing what happens when you lose that much. Arizona State is currently sitting on the year at 3-7. and seven. They had to win out going into this Washington State game if they wanted to make a bowl appearance, and they will not be able to do that this year. But when you lose as much as they did in one offseason, it's not a wonder why you're going to have so many problems trying to do anything. Defensively, the team has been okay, I suppose. Offensively, the team has been okay, I suppose. You've definitely had some players step up for you on both sides of of the field, but this definitely is a team that was going through the motions of losing so many guys. It's really hard to maintain consistency, maintain competitiveness when you're losing the amount of players that Arizona State is losing, and they lost a lot. They lost a lot, a lot, a lot. Couple in the fact, too. I feel like people don't re- don't seem to remember this as much. You lost both of your coordinators. You lost defensive coordinator and your top recruiter, Antonio Pierce, and you lost your offensive coordinator, Zach Hill. You replaced them with Glenn Thomas and Donnie Henderson, and results have been mixed. There's truly a line of how much you can lose and still expect to be a good football team. And Arizona State had crossed that line a long time ago. I'm not sure where you would like to draw that line and say this was the one. I don't know if you want to say it was as soon as you lost most of your defense to the NFL. I don't know if it's when Jaden Daniels left. I don't know if it's when basically your entire offense from last year, Ricky Pearsall and Rashad White and Chip Trainum left. There's plenty of different places you can point to and say this is where the season derailed for Arizona State in the offseason. There's a lot of different starting points, you could say, for Arizona State. Anything but easy to come back from. And it's okay that they have struggled because very few teams would be able to reload from that. You can even look at, I brought them up several times now, Alabama is having a down year this year. They've lost two games. 
they're out of the playoff, which might as well be the equivalent of what's going on with Arizona State for that program. Must be nice. Eventually, losses add up, and you just cannot overcome what you continue to have thrown in front of you. And that was the case for Arizona State this year. That's everything that happened in the offseason alone to get the team to this point. We're going to take our first break, and when we return, we're going to flip to the what happened in season to get Arizona State to that point. But before we get that far, I want to talk to you guys once again about our friends over at LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's never been more important to have the best possible crew for your job, which is why LinkedIn Jobs needs to be your go-to place. It's super simple. All you need to do is go and create your free job posting. Add the job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. And again, it's never been more important to have the right crew ready to go for the end of the year. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps find the right qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions will apply. Make sure if you guys have not had a chance to check it out yet, to check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories and stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked on can provide. Available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Locked on Sports Today. What happened in season for Arizona State? Take a look at the biggest factor, and that was firing Herm Edwards midseason. When you are firing your head coach in the middle of the season, that is basically going to end it for you. I can think of no examples off the top of my head where firing a coach, a head coach mid season resulted in a winning record or anything noteworthy. 99,999 out of a hundred thousand times. This is going to be a situation where a team season is sunk when you fire your head coach. These things are just very difficult to overcome. It happens. This was a necessary decision for Arizona State. They needed to move on from Herm Edwards sooner rather than later. The Sun Devils decided to do this after a week three loss to Eastern Michigan, and that felt more than justifiable when you lose to Eastern Michigan at home in Tempe with everything else that had been ramping up as well. 
that felt like the correct move to move away from what was going on with Herm Edwards. The team does so. Sean Aguano comes in. Aguano wins two games so far. Hopefully he can win four and that you can win these final two games and end the year five and seven with a little bit of confidence for yourself. But we'll see. Until then, Arizona State has been middling. Call a spade a spade. A lot of that has had to do with the quarterback play. When you lost Jaden Daniels, you knew that you were going to be seriously set back. They had on roster at the time of Jaden's departure, Trenton Borgay and Paul Tyson. Tyson, a transfer from Alabama. Borgay has been with the team four years. Neither of them really blew you away and made you feel confident that you had a great quarterback on the roster. Later on in the year, Emory Jones ends up transferring to the program from Florida. You have more confidence now. Not that Emory Jones was ever going to be some Heisman Trophy winner, but Emory Jones definitely felt like a good quarterback. He felt like he was at least what Jaden Daniels gave you. And Jaden Daniels was able to get you eight wins last year. You would take that. You would take that in a heartbeat with what was going on with your program. But unfortunately, Emory Jones proved that he was just as middling a quarterback as what you were pretty much anticipating you were going to get. Throughout the year, Jones had been benched. Jones had been just bad, flat out, struggling to complete passes, struggling to not get sacked. On a year, he'd been sacked 21 times. That is not in a full season. And a lot of those sacks, while the offensive line certainly wasn't great this year, Emory Jones is responsible for a handful of them, more than. This is in spite of the fact that you had some pretty good offensive weapons emerge for you this year. Jalen Conyers ends up becoming a very, very solid tight end. On the year, 22 catches, 297 yards, four touchdowns, including a hat trick game against Colorado. He's been a stud. Elijah Badger has broken out. He is the number one receiver that the Sun Devils have not, not had since Brandon Ayuk. He is a certified stud. He has a realistic shot at 1,000 yards. I think he finishes just outside of it. Currently at 58 catches, 758 yards, and six touchdowns with two games to go. He's just phenomenal. Xavier Valade, a running back, a complete revelation for the offense. 986 rushing yards, 5.5 yards per carry, 13 touchdowns on the ground, two more through the air. Valade has been the life force of your offense. Without Valade, this offense isn't ticking. But if you take away Elijah Badger and Jalen Conyers from the passing game, this is also not a very good passing offense. Arizona State 
had the weapons. They had Elijah Badger. They had X Valade. They had Jalen Conyers. There's several other guys too who have had good years. Brian Thompson became what we were hoping he could become. Giovanni Sanders proved to be a very reliable weapon as well. Messiah Swenson, a terrific number two tight end for the team. Daniel Legata, great change of pace back. There are weapons on this offense, but unfortunately, Emory Jones wasn't able to get the most out of it. When the team made the switch to Trenton Bourget, it felt like a much better team. But unfortunately, Sean Aguano didn't want to stick with Borgay long. And while Emory Jones's leash felt like it was a quarter mile long, Trenton Borgay's leash felt like it was about the length of my desk, which is that. I don't know if you guys can understand how small that is, especially if you're listening and not watching on YouTube, but it's not that big. It's not that great. Trenton Borgay's leash felt very, very short. And I don't know if we're going to see Borgay get a start for the final two games of the year. I feel like Emory Jones is going to be back in. And that is basically rolling over on your back and admitting defeat for the season, as far as I'm concerned. Defensively, the team was just going through a lot. They, they had a lot of shuffling to do, and they had a lot of guys that they had to figure out what to do with. There were some great performances this year. Kyle Soley, especially 98 tackles this year. He actually missed this game against Wazoo or else he would have been able to top topple the century mark for sure. It's been an absolute tackling machine and one of the most surefire defenders that the Sun Devils have had this year. Merlin Robertson has also had a good year. Corey Bethley has had a good year. Nesta Jade Silvera has had a good year. Uh, Chris Edmonds has been a terrific safety for you. I'm hoping that he comes back for one more year and the same for Jordan Clark who's been a terrific defensive back who the team has played at corner and at safety at times. And I hope that he comes back as well. The other four I mentioned, Soli, Robertson, Bethley, and Silvera will all be gone. They are all seniors. They are out of eligibility. There was not a lot of pass rush this year, though. Anthony Cooper and B.J. Green currently tie the team lead with two and a half sacks. That needs to be better. Interceptions, there was plenty this year. The team had 10 interceptions through 10 games. They had an interception in every game up until the Wazoo game. For a team that had lost so much, the defense did a pretty gosh darn good job. And... That's saying something because this is still a, a defense that just gave up points and chunks. Outside of its game against NAU, the last time it had a it had held a team under 20 points was Stanford. So it had gone almost two months giving up more than 20 points. In that stretch of time, actually, it had given up more than 30 points in every game. The last three games, the team has surrendered 34 points, 50 points, and 28 points. It's not a good scoring defense. Hasn't been all year. These things happen, I guess. It's it's just a team that has been defeated, for the most part, by a lot of moving pieces and whatnot. 
let's hop into our final break. When we return, we'll just pick up everything we left off, put it in a nice little bow. Before we go, though, I want to talk to you guys about our next friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for betting sports this year. Betting info, betting stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at betonline.net. And if you like sports podcasts, you can find those on BetOnline as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action happening right now at BetOnline, where the game starts. And once again, guys, thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Make sure to make your second listen of the day the Lock On Sports Podcast. The biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and of course, the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. When you take the culmination of everything that happened to Arizona State this year, firing the head coach in the middle of the season, all of the losses that the team endured from both the transfer portal and eligibility slash the NFL draft. This was a team that was destined to have a setback season. I think that, and especially myself included, we were hopelessly optimistic that this would be a better season than what we got. The reality is this was probably always supposed to be the season you were going to get. When you lose a starting quarterback, two starting running backs, five wide receivers, a tight end, bits and pieces of your offensive line, including your starting center and your starting left tackle, and the vast majority of your defense. This was always going to be a tough year for Arizona State. This was always going to be more than likely a losing season for Arizona State. And this was probably always going to be Herm Edwards last year. There's very few things in the season that you look back on and you say, if we did this differently, this changes. I look back at this season. We were going to win that NAU game. Oklahoma State, I just don't think you were going to win that game. Eastern Michigan, Michigan, you should have won, but I look back, I don't know what you can do differently to win that game. Same with Utah, same with USC. The Washington win at home, probably a fluke. That's not happening nine out of 10 times. By the way, Washington just beat Oregon in Eugene. So feel really good about that win, Sun Devil fans. Stanford should have been a win. Colorado, that was a win, should have been a win. I don't know if we do it every single time. You do it 10 times, I feel like you win six or seven of them. UCLA, that should have been a win. But but it's not. And Washington State, I don't know what happened. I look at this season, I really only see one more win with the Stanford game. And honestly, you'd probably switch it out because Washington is not losing that game a, a, a second go around. This is still a 3-7 and seven football team. This is at best a 4-6 and six football team at this point in the year with two games remaining, including a ranked Oregon State at home this week in Tempe. This is homecoming, by the way. 
and then a trip down to Tucson to play the U of A Wildcats. This is always a tough season for Arizona State. It's always going to be this way. It's unfortunate, and it's tough to swallow for sure, but there's just very few other ways to go about it and realize that the writing was on the wall. This was going to be a down year for Arizona State, no matter what we wanted it to be. It is what it is. We have two more games left. The season's not over. We got to win these games, find a way to go five and seven, build some confidence moving forward, see if we can get guys to buy in and come back for next year. Jordan Clark, Chris Edmonds. We got to see if we can get them to come back for next year. We got to make sure that guys like Elijah Badger and Jalen Conyers don't want to transfer. Daniel Nagata, we don't want him to transfer. And then we got to figure out what to do with quarterback. But you got to win these games. You got to win these final two games. No matter what, got to beat U of A. That's the standard right now. That's going to be the ultimate determination of whether or not the season was successful or not, is beating U of A. We're going to go ahead and wrap up this edition of the podcast, though. So thank you guys so much for your patience. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, we're getting back to 100%. You can probably still hear it in my voice, and I've been holding back, coughing up along this whole episode. Something's going around Arizona right now. But nonetheless, we're we're getting back into it. There's going to be lots of content. I'm not just talking Monday through Friday. We're going to have some extra content with the holiday season and everything and with footballs finishing up and basketball getting started. There's a game tonight for the Sun Devils. Make sure you guys check that out. Make sure that wherever you're getting your podcast, which includes YouTube, that you hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at richiebrad 36 You can find the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. But until next time, guys, keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun